0: Hello, everyone, and welcome aboard the Gilded Lily. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's focused on telling fun, character-driven stories. Now, what does that mean? Well, we sit down here at our desks, pick up a quill, and pretend to be someone we're not, using these uh, funny-shaped rocks with numbers on them. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy. Second by second, line by line. This one here is about a few college roommates who abandon higher education and accidentally become pirates. Well, hopefully the good kind. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with, Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. We loosely rely on this system to tell our own stories, independent of the lore and problematic content that often comes with these dungeons and dragons as you pull them out of the box. In short, this just means that we use dice to decide what happens next to our funny little characters. What adventures will our rascals get into this week? Well, let's roll some dice and find out together.
1: Log day 11. It is me, Vapa, the ship's navigator, and your dear friend. It's past midnight and Strider's Landing is quiet. Kothak has asked me to update the log when any changes come in, and I've recently received a resonant message from him. I will not be as obscure as he usually is, I apologize. So I've taken the Shattered Herald upstream to find this Captain Galahad and they found him searching through a shipwreck with a few of his crew. They're soon to engage. From what Kothak said, my best guess is that the shipwreck is, well, used to be one of ours. It's broken mast in the river, bears one of our flags, and this is roughly the area where we lost contact with Captain Dagox, the Dragonborn. I worry for their safety, Angelon. Whatever fell Dagox is a threat to us all. Dear brother, if you do not hear back from us by the morning, I love you. The pen hovers in the air for but a moment and begins to write. On the page, it reads The cult will not tear our family apart again. If anything goes awry, I will personally be there to drag you back from the depths, just like you did for me. Stay strong, and I love you as well. Keep me informed.
2: Okay, just to do a brief recap, um, you interrogated Aurora Balea and found out that she wasn't quite aware of her surroundings or actions and she didn't really know a lot aside from a lot of the information you already knew. Though, in kind of probing at her and insulting her a little bit, um, she accidentally revealed something in kind of a bout of frenzy frustration and what she revealed to you was that the artifact they were seeking, whatever power she was connected to, whatever creature, that kind of existed beyond our reality it was giving her strength wouldn't let her speak about it because when she tried to say what the artifact was it took over her body and tried to communicate with you you worked together and resonated with kothak which is something that you've never experienced before and you'll soon see the ramifications of it but it allowed kothak to banish whatever hold this creature had on her and she was knocked unconscious and together you all went downriver to investigate what Galahad was doing and possibly figure out what artifact he was seeking. You found him and a handful of his crew members digging through the remains of a shipwreck in the middle of the river at some kind of abandoned camp. And in the midst of his digging as you snuck up through the jungle tree line, you saw this ooze creature that was filled with bones and Semi-half-formed flesh, reach out of the water and grab Galahad by the throat and pull him under. And then we rolled for initiative. Woo! Um, so, what would you all like to do right now? Um, by the looks of it, by somehow sheer luck, it basically goes your party, the ooze monsters, then Galahad and his two folks. So you're all kind of at the top of the order here.
3: Um so I think who's I, first? I think I'm first to like notify everyone that combat's ready.
2: Yep. So to set uh, the scene, you have swung swam around the shipwreck through the river and made your way to this little sand island in the middle of the river with a, ca- a mounted cannon.
3: Mhm. Uh can I check to see if
2: the cannon is uh usable? Um yeah, roll me a quick investigation check. That'll be kind of your free-action thing. Uh,
3: do we have to do an investigation? Or a bonus. Wait, let me find... Where do <laughs> my... Or do you
4: wait, do uh, not Wait, we, are we going by initiative order already? Because I think Kothak is first.
2: Yeah, Kothak will be doing something. So what I like to do oh, when okay. you guys are all grouped together is I let you do what you want in order. Um, But if we want to stick to the initiative order, we can do that as well. Oh
4: wait,
3: no. Investigation is good. Investigation is good.
2: Okay. Uh, Fourteen. It's not loaded on a quick investigation, um, but there are little crates filled with cannonballs nearby there. So you can go through. You can load it and fire it. It'll take your turn to load it up, though.
3: Uh, oh, so I can't fire this turn. I could just load it.
2: Yep, because it takes a bit. You have to pack the powder and put the cannonball in. Uh, then I'll, I'll load it up. All right. Riley and Yuana, both of you kind of are sitting here mm-hmm. um, right at the root of this down tree that has kind of fallen on some of the wreckage in the river. And you hear Kothak gently plop down in the soil next to you. And he goes, well, that doesn't look good. Um, what do you want to do? I can rush forward. Um, I don't know if I can quite get to him as quickly as I should.
4: I am going to be in the middle tanking this situation and drawing attention so that you can run around and and be free to do other things. Um, I would check out the tower because that's where this goo was. And if there is many more of them inside, we may need to run.
5: Okay. There could be more of them?
2: I'll do my best to grab whatever members of Galahad's crew are still up. Before the rest of these things get them, it looks like they're emerging from the water pretty quickly. Um, and you watch Kothak just... Let me double check his movement speed to make sure he can make it. Oh, yeah, definitely. You watch him leap onto the water and just run across the surface of it. Oh.
5: Naruto running. Damn!
6: I'm freaking Naruto okay, go. out here. I see you. Put all that chalk bring your feet? I got you, bro. <laughs> his
2: arms are sp- splayed out behind him.
6: Exactly. You get it.
2: And you see him reach reach this sandbar island, and this person pulls out a dagger and looks toward him. He looks panicked as you see these ooze creatures emerging from the water around this little shallow sandbar where he was investigating these crates. And Kothak just yells out, we are here to help the monsters of the enemy right now. All right? And... In fear, this person just nods their head and this person stands back to back with Kothak. Um, and Kothak looks like he just readies his arms to attack anything that comes close. Next up in the order, we have Sema Zero. What would you like to do? Um, where am I again? Um, you can place yourself wherever you want.
6: Um, and I that little boat that's in the water right here,
2: capsized boat, yep, about. Twenty-five feet away from you, roughly. It's kind of floating out in the shipwreck. Right?
6: Can I go up there and like?
2: Yeah, you can. You can definitely move there. Um, if you want to make a perception check, so you can kind of get a lay of the water, like the land as you get closer.
6: But and I'm sorry, but does that count as my turn? Or can I make an attempt after that?
2: I think as a DM to make this a little more interesting and more narrative, because I like the idea of me being able to describe stuff to you and you being able to do stuff. Um. I'll let things like perception investigation suck up a bonus action if you want to do that. Um, Just because, I don't know, I really don't like the idea of you just sitting there, not, it's like, you can only use your legs and your arms or just your eyes and that's boring. (laughs) Um, So that, I'll let that be a bonus action while you're swimming swimming across the river. That'll take up all your movement and make it there though.
6: Uh, that's fine.
2: Roll me that perception check. Three. 16. 16. Okay. So while you were swimming up, because you are able to dip under the water, you see that around the shipwreck, there are two more of these kind of ooh, zombies. They're down standing on the bottom of the, or like the bottom of the uh, river though. From you, they're probably about 20, 30 feet down. So you're kind of holding on to the, the bottom of this floating like lifeboat that's kind of mm-hmm. bobbing on the, the river. And beneath you, you can see, like, the shattered forms of three of these oozy skeletons making their way towards Galahad, who has just been pulled in the water about 15 feet away from me. Hmm.
6: Should I attack them, guys? <laughs> Should I? You're called
4: you do you.
2: I'm so scared. Good.
6: Um, no, shut up. This one right, right here?
2: Okay, so the one off to your right, down below the water.
6: Yes. Can I, I can attack him even though he's like under the surface, right?
2: Yes, depending on what you attack him with, I may or may not impose disadvantage. If you're using a spell, likely it won't be a disadvantage unless it's a water-based, or a fire-based
6: spell. Uh, no, I am going to use a spell. Uh, I'm going to use, I just, I just throw magic missile at him. See, see how he responds, you know? Okay, roll me your
5: damage. Damage. He's like, no disadvantage for me. Nah, no, nah, we don't do disadvantage. auto hit.
2: Eight damage total. Not bad. It's hard to see because, again, they're below the water. Um, but you watch as this thing is kind of slowly trudging through the, the silt and the mud at the bottom of the river. Mm-hmm. And it's walking slowly towards where Galahad is. And you watch as one of your... What does it look like when you cast these magic missiles?
6: Um, they, they glow like bright purple and then i just i just chuck them
2: okay um so you just motion towards this thing and these bright purple streaks of energy sail into the water illuminating everything beneath you and you watch as it obliterates one of its legs oh and then another arm and the thing crumples into the into a heap in the water and then stands up and starts to face you you did some hefty damage you didn't quite kill it let me do it again (laughs) um next up in the order is Yuana
4: all right so i am going to cast expeditious retreat on myself that's a bonus action and this means i now can dash uh as a bonus. this turn i can dash as part of casting the spell and next turn i can dash as a bonus action so basically i have 60 feet of movement what dope uh so one two three four five six seven and i want to test this creature basically before i i I start doing anything else i want to see how much of a threat they are so i would like to swing my sword at this thing and uh i'm not raging yet uh i just want to have the advantage of the spell before i descend into fury okay Uh, so uh, attack with greatsword that is a 21 to hit
2: Absolutely hit. So you you unsheath your greatsword as you sprint down this log and land on the floating debris of the ship that's been sunk beneath the waves, and your sword cleaves right through the side of it. Um, roll me some damage.
4: Uh, that is unfortunately only eight.
2: Okay, you slice this thing in half, like from shoulder down to the opposing hip, and you watch as the top half of this thing just kind of sinks down, like it splashes into the water and sinks down. And the half that you cut off was kind of the partially formed, you know, it looked real and humanoid and tangible. And as this happens, you watch it as the slime oozes up from the water and refills the gaps that you cut away. You did some considerable damage, but this thing is still a humanoid slime facing you. One, One good slice just ain't gonna do it.
4: Okay, so I'm gonna just balance on this uh, part of this this lock. I'm not going further this turn. Uh, I want to see how they hit, basically. I'm getting ready to uh, defend myself and I have uh, kind of in mind, preparing to, if necessary, cast shield as a reaction because I can do that. Okay, so
2: red. You, as we have previously, whenever you were spending your turn packing up that cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Riley, you're up next. What do you want to do?
5: Oh, hello. Uh, I'm going to go get closer, and I'm going to, Riley is going to gingerly try and walk across that log to get towards Joanna. Can I even get that far? I wanted...
2: Basically, you can make it, it's like a 35-foot log.
5: So I can get, like, probably right about there, right? Yeah, most of the way. Okay. And then, uh, this one, uh, the one that, uh, Joanna attacked was, is still alive, right?
2: Yeah, it's kind of like floating, uh, treading water right in front of her.
5: Okay. Okay, I'm going to take out my petrified Eye of Newt and toss it its way and cast Hex.
2: Um, so is it the same kind of thing where the eye floats above its head and, like, looks down?
5: Yeah, he just kind of gives it a little toss and then floats right above it and then just kind of, like, really quickly just looks down at it.
2: Nice. Okay.
5: That was my bonus action. And then I can still cast a cantrip, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I will cast Chill Touch. That's a 23. Wow, that absolutely hits. Roll me some damage. That's a 1d8, that's seven, but I also have to roll a thing for Hex, right?
2: Oh, for the extra Hex, the, yeah, you deal more damage, cool.
5: 1d6. Okay, so what does it look like
2: um, as your Chill Touch obliterates this thing?
5: Oh, um, well, it's just out of nowhere, a skeletal hand appears around it. And then it just wraps around slowly until, finally, it squeezes the life out of it.
2: Okay, well, it's just it's a small hand, but it, it, the skeletal hand forms out of the ether and grabs onto, like, the vaguely humanoid-shaped blob where its head would be, and reaches in and you grab onto the skull, and Ioana, you, you watch as this thing, you see, like, necrotic energy start to bleed into the ooze as the ooze turns black. And this thing starts reaching for its face as it just falls apart and just turns into jello, and kind of slurps in the water, and then it's just kind of floating on the surface.
5: Jell-O. <gasps> oh, that was neat. Uh, I think that's the end of my turn. Okay.
2: Um, with the end of your turn, um, all of these kind of oo-zombies start to descend. Their targets. You guys see um, over on the shoreline, there was a, a man standing by the dock, like the little makeshift dock that leads to the cannon across the river. Mm-hmm. And these ooh, zombies just sprint out of the woods and tackle him to the ground. Just gonna roll a bunch of attacks. He probably won't survive.
6: He's a fighter. Ooh. Um,
2: two of them missed, so, oh yeah, he's definitely dead.
6: <laughs> sure
2: between the five of these ooze zombies that have sprinted out of the, the bushes and like the darkness of the jungle, they descend on them and you watch as they, they like reach out and these, the acidic like gelatin part of their bodies just extend out and start battering this person. And you can he- you can like see that every time it retracts and pulls away, there's a bit of a hiss. Um, and mm. they just beat him to a messy kind of pulp. Um, let me just ooh. look up one thing really quick.
6: He's okay, guys. He, he's fine.
2: Is he? And he's kind of on the ground, unconscious. And this is where you you all see something strange happen. Three of these U zombies grab onto him and start dragging him towards the tower.
6: Oh, they're converting him. They're changing. Um,
2: Kothak and the person on the dock here a bunch of these zombies kind of descend upon them. Oh well, Kothak was holding a attack. So this is my downfall. Too many NPC- Too many NPCs.
6: No such thing. I
2: don't know why I keep- I don't know why I always do this to myself. Um... So you guys, as this steps forward, you watch Kothak just reach out and palm strike one of them in like the the part of their body that is still formed and it just obliterates outwards and then the slime kind of fills up the space with that green like acidic like stuff. And then they send a flurry of attacks towards Kothak and this person. Um, One of them hits Kothak, which is not that bad. That was fast. As Kothak is fending off the two near him, the other two just descend upon him. And the same exact thing happens. They keep battering him until he like falls down to the ground unconscious. And you can kind of again, that kind of hissing acidic stuff. And after their attacks, they both grab onto him and start carting him towards the tower they can't get very far but kothak kind of yells out as they're dragging him away next up in the order is galahad um you don't know what's happening with galahad because he was pulled under the water next up in the order is all of you so Zero, what would you like to do
6: oh i'm um, first okay um hmm so can i make it over to scruff
2: um probably not um because you're kind of floating on a dinghy on the other side of a shipwreck He's sixty feet away if you were to go straight through the shipwreck, but you can't really do that. So it would probably be like um, seventy-five feet away if you were to go like round around through the ship.
6: Right. I mean, but you can make it to like, the shore. Yeah, like, you can
2: at least make it to the shore if you wanted. To.
6: Well, I didn't want to give your position away. I didn't want people to look at me as I was going towards you. That
5: is, yes, you are not I in a good want... position.
6: <laughs> I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna continue to like kill that one blob that I was shooting at looking at me
2: okay um roll me some attacks
6: um let's see this needs to be easier to get to I just I just throw magic missile on
2: um are you going for the same one you attacked before yes what does it look like as you basically disassemble this ooze skeleton at the bottom of the river with magic I
6: want him I want it to like like, completely obliterate him. Like, he was once there, and then he bloated in tiny little pieces. Yeah,
2: Yeah, so these these darts of force just jab through him like javelins. And with every hit, you watch more of his form dissipate, and the only thing you see left is kind of this murky cloud of jello and bones sinking down to the bottom.
6: A sight to behold.
2: Next up in the order, Yolana, what would you like to do?
4: I would like to run towards the tower situation, helping Kothak along the way. So I will take a couple of steps back, take a running jump across this space to nice. the sandbar where uh, Kothak is. Like wh- uh, which one was the one that Kothak already attacked?
2: So when you leap across this kind of gap across the, these two little sandbar islands, um, you land on the wood at your feet and you can see right as you land, Kothak is just withdraw- withdrawing his fist away from a new skeleton that's now right in front of you and him. Um, there's one at his back that he hasn't attacked yet, but it hasn't really landed a blow on it.
4: Uh, okay, so I'm going to try to finish off the one that Kothak uh, attacked already.
2: Okay, roll me um, an attack roll. Uh, <laughs>
4: uh, that is going to be 25.
2: Okay, definitely hits.
4: That is 11 points of slashing damage.
2: How do you want to kill this, this spawn? The spawns, as you can tell, don't really have a lot of health they're more like an overwhelming numbers kind of thing.
4: Uh, Yeah, so I basically just want to uh, kind of um, have my sword up as I'm jumping, and as I land, the sword just swings in front of me and cleaves it in half.
2: As your sword slices through its body like butter, well, like jello, because it's (laughs) an easy skeleton thing. Um, you watch as its form just falls apart and kind of scatters this kind of acidic jello all over the ground. It's like hissing on the wood, but your sword cuts through nice and clean. And as you land, you cut that go, nice.
4: I grin at him and I keep running uh, towards the, the ones that are dragging away the pirate.
2: Okay, so you basically run across the debris on this sandbar island and make it over to the other end of it, where ahead of you there is another tree that was propped up against this sandbar island that'll lead you to the shore. At your feet, you can see two of these ooze skeletons are pulling this unconscious sailor down into the water off immediately next to you.
4: Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of like trying to uh, get their attention so that they leave the body of the sailor and uh, focus on me. Uh, and I'm getting ready to defend myself.
2: Okay. Um, As this happens and you run away, you hear Kothak just suddenly like you hear just the whooshing of fists as Kothak lays a couple of blows into um, the other spawn that directly behind him. As you pass by, um, two quick, deft strikes. He just punches into the chest of one, right into the acid, and pulls his hand away. It's sizzling a little bit. And the second one, he kind of just jumps in the air and does a spin kick. And you watch as he kicks the skull out of the body, and it just goes sailing into the water and then the bod the, this gelatin creature just collapses into a pile.
4: Can you mark the ones that are dead?
2: Yep, yep, I'm going on the map and marking them. The two sandbar islands are safe and comfortable. Um red, you've just finished packing up a cannon and you can see Jolana sprinting across the sandbar chasing um some oozes that are car- trying to carry a sailor in the water. What would you like to do?
3: Um I wouldn't know that that's that the castle is where everyone's trying to like where the big bad is,
2: right? Um You want to communicate if there's something in there, but you don't know exactly what.
3: Um, Your
2: call. If you want Red to connect those dots, he absolutely can. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't.
3: Okay, I'll save that as a backup. Um,
2: could I fire a shot through these people and hitting them? So to set the scene here, um, looking ahead of you, off to your left you can see the, the shipwreck peeking out of the water. There's only one of these ooze skeletons that are actually visible on the water surface. The other ones are below the water. So if you were to fire at them, yeah, you can't necessarily see them very well. They've pulled Galahad under. But basically all the ones around the surfaced part of the sunken ship have pulled Galahad under the water and are doing stuff to him underneath.
3: Okay, um, then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot at the uh, castle that the oozes are dragging the guy into. A dead body, right? He's dead, right?
2: Um, he's unconscious. You don't know uh, that though, from your perspective, because you're so far away. It looks like they just attacked him and started dragging his corpse towards the tower.
3: Would I know how much damage a cannonball would do to this castle in the condition that it's in?
2: Um, it would definitely deal some damage. What I'll have you do, because it, it would deal double damage against the structure, I'd have you roll a d100 to see if anything collapses.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I will take my turn to take a shot at that okay and i can yeah the, that rock isn't like blocking
2: my line of sight is no it? no the tower's tall um roll me an attack roll just to make sure you can hit it uh, just again because it's dark you know you might think something is, like a tree is part of the tower
3: uh 16.
2: that hit that definitely hits yeah
3: um do i get sneak attack damage on a building
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah why not get an extra d6 It doesn't make much sense, but it's funny.
5: (laughs) (laughs) The the tower is surprised. The
4: tower is not (laughs) expecting this dastardly... The tower
5: (laughs) gasps.
2: The audacity... The door opens. It's a mimic.
4: Oh, no.
6: No, Don't leave him.
2: You've rolled... um, It's 4d10 bludgeoning damage, by the way. 4d10... Okay, I'm using... uh, Roll 20 for that, because...
5: Luck.
3: 22 damage and it's doubled, doubled. so it's 40
2: damage against the tower. And I think my sneak is 1d6. Might be 2. How you have what three levels in rogue now? Uh
3: two levels in rogue.
2: Oh, you went to wizard then. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay, um yeah, it's still 1d6 and one extra damage <laughs> which Okay, so you fire now. I'm going to just going to roll a d20 here. I say d100 but it doesn't really matter. Um If we roll over 10, you rubble will fall on one of the ooze creatures, or two of them. I rolled a three. Um, So you blow a hole in the tower, and the cannonball rears through, and a bunch of rubble falls down onto the shoreline. Um, It is a loud bang. Um, Your ears are ringing a little, but you're accustomed to it. You've been on a ship before. And you watch as the rubble pours down. The advantage this will give you, though, is that the rubble has collapsed the opening into the tower, where the zombies were trying to carry this unconscious person. So you didn't quite kill any of them, but you prevented them from doing something that seemed to be important to them.
3: And I was hoping to damage something that might have been in there. Who knows? With that... I would uh, like to use my bonus action to go into stealth. Nice.
2: All right, give me a stealth check.
3: Give me that 18 plus 7, which is a number that
2: I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, seriously, twenty-five. Is that twenty-five? Or twenty-four? Oh, oh twenty-five. Plus 7. Yeah, twenty-five. it's a Number that Mike doesn't know either. Yeah, that you. Do, you duck <laughs> yeah. down, and no one seems to notice you. Are you hiding in the trees or behind the cannon? Uh, in the in the trees. Okay. Oh,
5: It'd be funny if he was That's hiding so funny. behind the cannon, though. <laughs> um, someone
4: comes
2: up. Who fired this? Boom. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know that the cannon, like, slides back when you fire it, so hiding behind it while you fire it would be a very bad idea.
5: Yeah, that would be very bad. Uh, Riley will shift on this, like, shift on... is that like a plank or whatever that he's on right now?
2: Yeah, you're basically on a floating piece of debris. Um, where we left off, you had crossed a log on a floating piece of debris on one of these little sandbar-like islands. Basically, there's there's earth beneath this thing that's keeping it up, so it doesn't sink.
5: Right. Um, Riley will get to the edge of that and look towards Semizira and see that Sam has a whole bunch of um, those thingies, mm-hmm. those blobs, and. The ooh zombies and will use his bonus action to move the hex onto the closest one towards um galahad
2: okay yeah so you can in here with the torchlight you can see i'm not going to tell you exactly what you see but you see two shadowed figures um beneath the water struggling
5: even with my sight
2: um it's not that it's not that it's dark it's that it's murky and they're kicking up a bunch mm, of
5: gotcha. dust. Okay, and then from that, um, cast a cast a magic missiles. Pew pew. Okay, nice. And three, right?
2: Three dar three darts of force.
5: Yeah, and they will all go towards the one eye hex.
2: Okay, what um, what does it look like as you cast the spell?
5: Um, three orbs of light, just pure white, like almost baseball baseball size orbs are circling around Riley kind of like looking like it's protecting him and then they shoot out in all directions. Doesn't even look like they're going to hit and then they just zoom in on the one. It's like kind of like fireworks.
2: Okay. Um So they do considerable damage to this creature.
4: You also and added these d6 to it, right?
2: Yep. So roll me that.
5: Another four damage.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. This thing is on so you can't, when well, you fire all these these little orbs of force down there You just watch as one of these silhouettes just crumples and stops moving and the other one gets an upper hand, which based on how fluidly the other one is moving, you might assume is Galahad. Okay, and I
5: think that's all I
2: can do. Hey, adventurers. If you'd like more where that came from, please take the time to support us by following us on Twitter, reviewing us on Podchaser, or iTunes, or, you know, just sharing us with your friends. Storytelling is our passion, and I want to bring that passion to anyone who will listen. Now, you can also support us directly by buying merch from our Redbubble. We have fun stickers, t-shirts, and a poster of our official character art that you'll find linked in our description. Every dollar you spend in that store, goes directly to supporting our show, specifically the hosting costs for our website and the podcasts. Hosting isn't free, and it's not really that cheap either. So if you'd like to help out, stop by. You'll find the link in this episode description. If you want to learn more about the show, or name your very own NPC that's non-player character, check out our website at www.toapodcast.com. This week, I'd like to give a shout-out to Transplaner RPG. Take it away, Connie.
7: Blessed be the dull, for they have no mind to doubt. Blessed be the cruel, for they have no heart to vow. Blessed be the weak, for they have no teeth to gouge. Blessed be the empty, for we have no soul to shroud. When a paroxysm of magical disasters disappears the stars and vanishes the gods, four strangers must overcome their differences and their traumas to save the world and themselves. Hi, my name is Connie, and I am the GM and executive producer behind Transplaner RPG, an all-trans, POC-led, 100% homebrew actual play campaign set in the non-colonial, anti-Orientalist world of Endake. New episodes stream every other Saturday at 3pm Central on Twitch at TransplanarRPG. Past VODs are available on YouTube at TransplanarRPG, as is a written, succinct, yet detailed recap document. Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at, you guessed it, Transplaner RPG, thank you.
1: All right, let's get back to the show.
2: Um, With that, it is going to be the Ooze Monster's turn. So you see a second one emerge up near him. You've nearly wiped out one of them um, and they start to kind of assail Galahad. You watch as these things reach out and start grabbing him. Oh my God, that's a lot. Oh. Um, You don't know exactly why, um, but these creatures kind of surround him and start wailing on him, and they're almost, like, covering him up. And then suddenly at the bottom of the lake, everything goes still
5: where he's surrounded by these things. And we thought that he was strong.
4: Yeah, we were so so worried about him being a complete badass.
5: I was was saying, what if he's not? We could have it's it's fine it's fine
2: now next up in the order we have um oh yeah the rest of the uzombies zombies have to go so they can't push him into there so they're going to see there are other people you want while the two closest to you are pulling this guy um towards the shoreline you can make an
4: attack of opportunity if you <laughs> yes I can. <laughs> oh, well, I think I'm gonna miss this one uh, because that is a 10.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah, so you, you swing your sword and it clips into the water right as they just submerge beneath and carry him across and pull him out on the other side of the water. While this is happening, our view rockets across the water to one beneath the waves as it is slowly coming up on zero from below. Uh, oh, no. Goodbye. Ooh, 21. You take... Seven bludgeoning damage, zero. Okay. As one of the this ooze skeleton reaches up and just takes a swing for you, and when it gra- it smacks into the side of your like leg as you're treading water beneath. Um, you can feel two points of acid damage start to burn into your skin, like your
6: calves. Oh. Uh, so that's nine damage in
7: total. Ow.
5: That yeah. that hurt. Are you alright, Sam?
6: It burns.
2: Yeah, when they roll well, they, they can deal a fair bit of damage. With that, we go to Kothak, who just darts across this thing, Yuana, and looks at you. What's the plan?
4: Uh, uh, we need to figure out why they are dragging people inside, and uh, if there is something else there, some other danger.
2: Right answer. He leaps across the the water, lands on the other side, and just starts digging into one of these creatures. Their AC is so low, I don't think it's actually possible for him to miss. Um,
4: well, he can always roll a natural one.
2: Also true. Um, let's do that. Let's
4: see if You'd he, be surprised.
2: Yeah, let's see if he gets empty.
4: And he can also roll a natural 20, which will mean that he can obliterate something.
2: Yeah, um, with his quick three strikes, he dismantles one of the skeleton or one of these ooze monsters that are dragging this like unconscious guy towards the building. And it is dead. It scatters among the plants. Yes. yes. Okay. Samozira, what would you like to do? You have an ooze monster beneath the water grabbing at your feet while you're kind of floating on this boat.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Um. When we leveled up, did I get all my slots back?
2: No. I'll say that you, if you earned any new slots from the level up, you will get, I'll give you those. Oh. Just based on the nature of the level up. So if you happen to gain a second level slot from leveling up, you will have that second level slot.
3: Uh-huh. Also, I don't know if you were here when we did this, but uh, when we took a short rest on the boat, most of us used Arcane Recovery to get one of our slots
2: back. Oh, yeah, you can do that as well.
3: Oh, we did a short
2: rest. Yeah, you guys got a short rest before you traveled.
6: Yeah, but you were like MIA. Yeah, sorry. Oh, All right. Um, this little, little, little punk at my feet. Well, I'm going to use Bane against three enemies closest to me.
2: Okay, so that would probably be two, two of the ones below the waves and then the one one right beneath you.
6: Yes. Nice, um, okay. And then I have a bonus action and I'm going to use Shadow Blade.
2: Ooh, okay. So when you summon it, do you get to attack with
4: it?
6: Yes.
2: Cool. Um, uh,
4: doesn't the Bane have a save?
2: That is true. Yeah, let me cat, let me do the saving throw on Bane. I'm pretty sure it's charisma or wisdom. Yeah, charisma. Mm, they're both really bad at that. Sam, what is your spell save DC?
6: My spell save DC is thirteen.
2: Okay. Um, one of them fails. The other two pass by sheer luck. Well, let's let's say it's maybe the two that are further away.
4: Okay.
6: Oh no. Okay. okay. Well, that's not exactly what
4: I wanted to have this right.
6: one? But this one is
2: has the bane. We'll put the green on it so you can see that it has bane. And then give me an attack with your shadow blade. You normally can't cast two spells in a turn, but I'll let it happen here because um just to speed things up.
6: Oh I already, already roll shadow
2: blade? Um, just roll me an attack using your um uh, dexterity.
6: As a modifier?
2: Yeah. So it'll be plus, plus five.
4: Are we in dim light?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, so it would be an advantage, right? Uh, because yes, that's sir. the whole
4: point why Shadow Blade is awesome in this kind of situation. Yeah,
2: perfect. Ha. So roll a d20 with advantage and add plus five.
6: So I got a 16 plus five, 21.
2: Absolutely hits. Roll me your 2d8 psychic damage. 2d8?
6: 12. What? what does it look like as you
2: kill this thing with your Shadow Blade? <sighs>
6: Yeah, since it's psychic damage, I want it to, like, I want the head to just, like, just, like, pop from the inside. That's where the skull is, right? Like, actually, you can see the skull, right? Yeah,
2: you can see the bones inside.
6: Yeah, I want to see them disintegrate.
2: Okay, you swing this shadow blade through its body, and you watch as the the dark tendrils of this blade, that are, I guess, pulled from the ether, like the shadow fell, start to roll over this creature's body like fire as it just quickly dissolves in front of you. Um, and you're left with nothing but watching a skull float and sink down into the depths below. Um, next up in the order, Yuana, what would you like to do?
4: So, uh, I would like to leap to here, like across the the log to the shore, uh, and position myself uh, where I want to. I want to put myself in melee range with as many of them as possible. Basically,
2: awesome. Yeah, you can easily do that. You leap down and step into their range, and you are definitely surrounded by zombies.
4: Good. Uh, I would like to uh, swing my sword at the one behind me, the the, the last one that's trying to drag the uh, pirate. Okay. Uh, Give me an attack. So... Okay, that is going to be 13 definitely hits yeah okay uh that is 11 points of damage
2: oh you almost killed this thing you come very close um what does it look like as you cleave through this thing
4: uh, there is this cart uh, there, so uh, I'm going to kind of uh, have to lean down and kind of swing low so that I uh, can avoid hitting the part of the cart. Uh, and I try to kind of aim my sword at the uh, like tendrils of this creature that are reaching to grab this pirate so, uh, so that it has to let, it, let him go. I love it.
2: Um, yeah, so while it's holding him and like trying to drag him towards the building, you slice right through both of its arms, and they just kind of f- splat down on the ground like jello. Um, next up in the order, Red. You're hiding in the bushes by your giant cannon over here. Yeah, it
3: would take another turn to reload it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, scratch that. I'm gonna... What's my movement speed? 30. I'm gonna go to like the water as far like I'm gonna go towards the water as far as I can.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: What's visible uh, from there?
2: Um, so from where you're at, there are no aside from where where Yolana and Kothak are on the other side of the water from you. There are no visible zombies of these like zombies, but you can see some silhouetted forms below the water, like down in the shipwreck.
3: Okay. How complicated would it be to shoot an arrow outside of the water so it goes into the water and deals damage to something?
2: Ooh, I I will say it'll be with disadvantage because the water will slow it down considerably. Um, Mm. But if it's a really good shot, I mean, I'll let it happen. It's cool. No, no.
3: And then I'll take a shot at one of them with my short bow. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Aim it up. Sight it in. Oh, six plus five. Eleven. Ooh, not going to make it. Um, let's, let's flavor this a little. What made you miss? Um, the sand shifted underneath my feet. Okay. Yeah, you weren't on um, uneven ground. So that little shift happens. You, you see a little pebble, kind of like a little rock beneath your feet roll down and towards the water and stop just before it goes in. Um, but that little bit of aim just sends the arrow sailing right over this creatures headed into the jungle. And
3: oh wait,
6: then you, then you hear a monkey howling. At least no one's <laughs> calling you, Messa.
3: Um, all right, could I use my bonus action to hide under
6: the water?
2: Yeah, sure. You still have water breathing, so you can do that. You want to go into the water? Yeah, to stealth. Attempt to stealth.
6: There are things in the water, you know that, right? I mean, but I don't see any near me. I yeah, mean, Sam, you're 10. in the water too, though. I mean, they weren't near, me <laughs> I mean, were near me when I rode up there. Look, I'm clutching for my life right now. Oh, 10
5: plus
6: 7.
2: It was 17. 17. 17. Yeah. Nice.
5: Okay. They probably don't know. They got goop for face, man. They don't know. <laughs> um they
2: don't have eyes they can't see
5: me yeah
2: um so you sink down under the water and in the distance you can see these three silhouetted figures standing over a body at the bottom of the water they don't even notice you okay you. they're they're a good distance away and it's kind of murky but you can see these forms haven't made their way in your, your direction so you're still good to go um riley you are currently standing on another one of these like um wreckage islands strewn across this river. What would you like to do?
5: Uh, tried and true, last of my magic missiles. Nice. I, again, on the one that I have hexed. Gotta get that bonus damage.
2: Okay, I will tell you, this one looks in serious disrepair based on your last volley of blows.
5: Okay, I'm just gonna roll real nice, Let's see what I. One is two, two or two points each, and one is five.
2: Okay, so the the first two hits this thing, and it just you watch the silhouette dissolve as the orb as this little orb of force shoots through it. It's the same little white orbs you've been using before.
5: And before the last one hits, can I use the bonus action to move my hex to one of the special one one of those special goopy boys next to Galahad?
2: Yep. Um. So you. Move the hex onto this other creature. By the way, you still have the other two bits of force, um, the two okay. and five. So if you want to send them at them, feel free.
5: Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course.
2: Okay, so you'll deal seven damage to
5: one of Plus these four. Yeah. To so the one that's closest to me, because they really don't want to hurt us, right?
4: Yes, they are They're friendly. They're security
6: I don't
5: like me. That's why I'm over here.
6: Um. Okay. So.
2: Your bit of damage impacts this creature and you watch as both silhouettes, not even phased by it, look in your direction. Uh oh. And then just dissolve. Uh. Oh. Hey guys, I did it! Wait, Ali? Okay. Uh. You definitely hexed them, though. I'll give you that.
5: Okay, just to be clear, I hexed the one that was closest to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And both of the blasts went to that one. Yep. They, but you said both of them looked at me after you dealt
2: the damage. Both of them looked at you and then dissolved.
5: And they both dissolved. Yes. Oh, that's not that's not intimidating at all. I'm fine. Mm. I actually got them. I got them. And game mechanics wise, um, mm. temporary hit points. Now, so I have eight temporary hit points then instead of six. Wow. It's because I actually killed it with a spell slot. And that ends my turn.
2: Okay. Um, with that, Yolanda, the one that you had started to damage is just going to turn and start to attack you. Um, sure. So while you're standing here up on this cart on the shore, one of these oo zombies is going to swing down at you very pathetically. Um, it's so <laughs> pathetic, it swings at you on one of its like severed arms that you slashed into, and mid-swing the arm just kind of flies off.
4: I, I don't even move and it just flops on the ground by my foot
2: yeah um, and the other one will the other one on the other side of the cart will actually do something interesting
4: oh no I don't like interesting
2: that's never good you can you get a, you can get an attack of opportunity on it yeah, if you want as I would like to you notice all the ones between you and the tower start to flee towards the tower
4: I think I'm gonna hit that's uh 14
2: okay yeah that definitely hits.
4: Ooh, nice, 14 points of damage.
2: Wow, how do you kill this thing? You just took out all of its health in one go.
4: Good, Uh, just wide sweeping arc. Uh, If it works, it works. Uh, They don't respond well to being sliced in half. So that's what I do.
2: Yeah, as you swing through, it just turns to like jello on the soil. And you watch as these kind of bones, which by the way, now that you're in the light and you can see them better, They hit the ground, and they are bleach white. Whatever bodies these things have been inhabiting have been dead for a long time.
4: Okay. Good thing they did not hit.
2: Yeah. The one behind you still has two points left. They're all done. Um, Question. Is Galahad
5: still under the water?
6: His corpse is
2: down there, yeah.
5: I saved him, but he's drowning. It's fine. Well, I mean, he said corpse, so he's dead.
2: I mean, he could be unconscious under there. You don't know.
5: Well, you said corpse.
6: Corpse is dead.
5: I did. I mean, that doesn't mean you can't change it. change it. He can misspeak. He can misspeak. DMs are humans too.
2: Okay. So we're gonna die.
4: No, we're not. We're gonna be fine. Gonna
2: so these other four just run off into the jungle around the tower.
4: Yeah, you better run.
2: Kind of leaping through the rubble. And they just take off into the distance. You can still see them as they're running through, but they're getting away quickly.
5: I think we did it. We we chase him.
2: Um, next up in the order, Kothak, who's with you. He's just going to wipe out this last one. In three attacks, there's no way he's not dealing two points of damage. Yeah. Just to speed this up. Um, So he crunches through another one of these ooze creatures, and... Kothak goes what are they doing
4: it looks like they're running
2: that's uh, weird
4: ah uh, yeah
2: at the end of that it's gonna be zero's turn what do you would you like to do zero
6: um someone save the man save him, though uh, <laughs> we I guess. Need to Talk to him all right can i see what's going on Galahad I'm, I'm on the other side of this boat
2: Beneath the water, not super well. You'd have to swim down to where he is. But you know for a fact you don't see any of the silhouettes right now.
6: Um, then yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm swim up to him. Or at least closer so I can see.
2: Okay. You let go of the boat and drop beneath the water and swim over. And you find, one, this shipwreck, there's boxes and goods kind of strewn everywhere. In the, the torchlight above, though, you don't see anything shining. Like, you know, light reflecting off of gold or any kind of treasure like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Oddly enough, all of the things down here look like they have been destroyed and ransacked. Like boxes are pulled apart. Like, this is a pretty violent destruction considering it's only like a 30 foot deep river. But you swim down and at the bottom you find the dissolved body of Galahad. He's kind of floating there in the water, and you can see that some parts of his body, the flesh has just been entirely dissolved away, and it's just bone. And he's kind of laying there. His eyes are open, and his mouth is wide, and he's just kind of
6: catatonic. Is he catatonic? If
2: you want to roll a medicine check to check him out, you can. He's probably not in good shape, though.
6: So are we out I'm of out? Nope. Is if Nope. He... Okay. I want to know if he's, like, is he, like, turning into one of those things? What kind of would it still be like a, a
2: yeah or arcane arcana uh
6: yeah i'm gonna do arcana okay Three, please where's my die?
2: so the 15. you can tell pretty immediately that whatever these things are he's not turning into one um there isn't any traces of this kind of sl- like acidic slime coming out of his wounds or building up on his body which I mean, as far as you have read, when you're being taken over by something that isn't quite natural, there's evidence of it coming from you or from somewhere else, and you don't see any of that right now. In, like, reaching over and kind of prodding at him, though, there is no response. He's he's not breathing. He's dead. Definitely.
6: Mm-hmm. Since I'm under the water and the wreckage, this is where the piece is supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to see if I can see anything? Um, roll me an investigation check. Investigation?
2: Yep. I know it's two actions in a turn, but it's kind of important.
6: Twenty-one.
2: So you take a quick bit of time to just swim underneath and look. And like I said, everything here looks like it's ransacked. You do find though one chest in the bottom. Right in the heart of the shipwreck. What's different about it is that the chest is gold. And Looking it over quickly, sealed on its surface, you can see a familiar icon that you saw on an amulet just earlier today, stamped into the surface of the gold. The chest is open though. Is it empty? Yes. And in the water beneath it, barely covered up by the silt and dirt of the river bottom, you can see the skeleton of a dragonborn. And then we're going to cut to (laughs) Yuana. (laughs)
7: Okay,
4: then. Um, There aren't any um, ooze zombies threatening us anymore. Uh, I would like to uh, move a a little bit ahead. Um, Take a look at this uh, pirate that they were were dragging. Uh, Does he look alive or is he half-melted and uh, completely uh, unsalvageable in any way?
2: Roll me and... A medicine check, I think. Okay. Question. He has a lot of acid burns on his body from where these things were just kinda of grabbed. Nine. Nine. Um you yeah. can tell he's still breathing. I'll give he's you He's still
4: breathing. Okay. Uh it's shallow I, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout uh we've got a live one and uh, can I use my action to um poof out uh poof out uh Holly. Mm-hmm uh i need to roll her own initiative so holly is at 12th initiative oh so right after me okay fantastic uh so i would like to then take a couple of steps forward towards the tower uh where is the hole that uh, red made
2: um the hole that red made so if you walk up to the doors of the of the tower which are now covered over with rubble the hole that Red made is around the right side of the tower.
4: Oh, so so like over here, like a couple of steps to the side? Yeah, they're
2: probably the... about 5-10 feet away from where you're currently standing. Okay. you just have to okay. walk through some rubble.
4: Yeah. Um, do I see anything from where I am, or would I need to climb?
2: Um, I'd say based on where Red was aiming, it's probably like a regular person height. You can take a peek through.
4: Okay, so I would like to take a look inside.
2: Okay, roll me a perception check.
4: Okay. Wow, uh, it was on the 19, and then it rolled to a three. Uh, that would be a nope. Uh, I rolled a three.
2: You can still see that there's this big kind of gelatinous form on the bottom floor of this tower. Okay. Um, but one thing that does catch your eye that is a little is very unsettling is that around this big gelatinous form, this this gelatin kind of shape is red, where the one the other ones you were encountering were green and acidic. And this particular one with its red kind of jello, you see a, a handful, maybe another, another dozen silhouettes just kind of standing around it in attention, kind of like rocking back and forth.
4: Uh, I'm going to just turn around and say, guys, I found the big problem. Stop fiddling with the little ones. Everything's pretty
5: dead here.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm about to be, too.
5: Oh, <laughs> no. no.
2: <laughs> so, at this moment, because all of the ones around you are dead and the ones inside don't seem to be aggressing you at all, um, we're going to drop Combat Order for a moment. It'll still be here, just in case we need it. Uh, for now, Combat Order can be dropped. What would you all like to do?
6: I want to catch up to you
2: Okay. You swim up and make your way over.
3: I'm going to reload the cannon before I make my way over there.
2: Alright, cool. Um, I yeah.
4: would like to maybe uh, help Kothak to make sure, because he he was, he wanted to, like, help those pirates, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to help Kothak make sure that they are not actively in the process of dying, and they can actually be saved.
2: Um, Kothak comes over with you, and he says, um, Yolanda, just help me out. Um, hold him still. I'm going to try and what i can to stabilize him a little bit
4: yeah so i'm basically doing help action on that because i cannot do anything reasonable about the medicine
2: Oof, he did roll over a 10 so what kothak does is he like reaches into his bag and starts pulling out some kind of reagents and things like that they're in these little sealed cork bottles and he takes ones out takes one out and kind of pours it in his Mouth. It doesn't look like a healing potion or anything like that, but whatever it is, it seems to steady his breathing a little more. It's still shallow, but Kotha goes, I think this should keep him stable for a little bit, at least so we can wake him up and figure out what's been going on. At the, this point, Zero, you have made your way over and you see them huddled over a pirate lying on the ground. Riley and Red are you're both making. Okay, you've made your way over yeah, as
5: well. Yeah. Peter, we Okay.
2: So what would you all like to do right now at the moment it's quiet still you know that thing is still sealed inside the tower and there's a bunch of other of these ooze skeleton zombies
4: in there um did zira tell you... us what she found on the bottom of the river
2: yeah let's role play that out
6: oh okay so yeah we can hear you yeah we're well, waiting we? okay. so when i was under the water um there was like a treasure chest. Uh and it was gold and there was some some dead dude down there. Dude or do that I don't I didn't, you know, get all up in their business, but they were definitely dead. I don't know uh, what that was. But, but on the chest it had the same symbol that was on that the item that you found on the ship. The one with the,
4: so so, so maybe that chest is what uh what Galahad was looking for. And by the way, is, is Galahad alive? what happened Uh, back there
6: no yeah uh he looks dead i poked him a couple times he didn't move we should should grab the bracelet for him. i tried oh i didn't search his body for that that's a good
5: i i don't think we need to mess with whatever is in there
6: oh but also sorry last thing the chest was empty i don't know what was in it but it's not in there anymore
4: oh okay
6: maybe it's
5: just a round somewhere over there
4: when riley says that i look at the tower and i say uh uh, it might be around somewhere yes
5: how how about this we go over to the wreck um and i can do some some detect magic because whatever it is it's probably magical and if nothing's there well i already know what you're thinking and i don't I I think we can leave it in there, even if it is.
3: Wait, I have a quick question. What's the range on uh, Tech Magic? Thirty feet. Thirty, 30 feet radius around you. Yeah. Or yep. like. Okay. Um. Never
5: mind then. So sixteen diameter. Uh,
4: yeah, that's a big, big spell.
5: So I think we should just move move on back to the wreckage and get away from uh, that thing. Well, use use it right now.
3: Like, in between, because if it's in the pit, you want to know.
4: Don't yeah, know. and you can, you can like, stand next to where Red punched the hole in the tower, and you can take a look if you want... maybe something magical is inside there, too.
5: You want me to, go kill...
7: close...
4: No, 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 I want you to stand next to it. I will be right by your side. And if anything happens, I will push you out of the way and stab something. I promise. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh
5: and i so okay. Okay, we'll get closer to the hole and and i will ritual cast Detect uh, magic and how long does that take again 10 oh, minutes, ten,
2: ten
1: minutes? Ten minutes. Oh. Well, we
5: will stand here and wait 10 minutes so i can well, while he does that ten can ten i, I loot,
3: um do it. Calahad, see if i can find the bracelet
2: Galahad. yeah roll me an investigation check
3: oh you're going to have to go all the way back over there
2: yeah, I mean, it's ten minutes. I could walk over there. Yeah, uh, fourteen, plus, plus, not not subtracted by four. Yes. yes,
3: four. Eighteen.
2: Okay, so swimming down on Galahad's body, you do find one of these bracelets that's secured rend his wrist. Along with that, though, you don't find much. Um, he has a silvered scimitar that he kept with him that was affixed to his belt, and he had a, a coin purse. Um, someone roll me a d one hundred out
5: mm Mhm. I got 28. I got a 60. I 28 first. I got a 6. I got a 65. I Everybody have a 65 Mine's better. Mine's better. I have a 65. Um we don't know if it's, it's better. A
2: 69. Red, roll me. Roll me 5d6. 5d6. Yeah. Oh no.
5: I got this. I got this. Let 13.
2: This. God damn 14.
6: it. 14. I... He said red. He red.
5: literally said <laughs> red. He said but red. I still want to be want to better. Have
2: red dice. I how this
6: works. I have red in my dice.
2: How this works is you die. No, I'm kidding. Um, on Oh, this is perfect because you were the one that invested Galahad's body. You would have found a pouch with 14 gold in it.
4: Okay.
5: He's not giving. We're not seeing any of that gold, by the way.
4: Yeah, because it's Red's finding it, so we're, we'll never see it.
5: <laughs> yeah, wait, so no, no. 14 red. gold.
2: And a, gold, a silver scimitar. Yep, silver means it can overcome damage resistance. You treat it like a magic weapon. Aside from that, it doesn't.
5: Ooh, like The Witcher.
2: Because yeah, because some creatures have resistance to non-magic.
4: Yeah, but is it uh, is? I I thought silver was only for specific for like shapeshifters.
2: Yeah, so um, what it'll give you is if the if you're fighting a creature that has resistance to non-magical damage, it'll mm-hmm. ignore that.
4: Oh yeah! So it's better than regular silvered weapon. That's
2: cool. Yeah.
3: Hey. Is it, I don't know if it's... the damage is the same as a regular centaur.
2: Yeah, it's also a finesse weapon. So, really, hey. hey. can you use it with X? Okay, I'm gonna pocket that. And uh... can you roll me a perception check? Oh God! Oh this no. Is... no! Can
3: I perceive four? Oh, 16
2: minus minus two. <laughs> Minus two. Jeez, <laughs> not that
3: wise.
5: If you guys have. Any- I know how that feels.
2: Okay. Um. Red. While you're under the water looting this body, you watch as you see a silhouette, or start to appear in the water next to you as it takes the form of just like a non, like a, a nondescript sailor. Like the facial features are really bland, and like you can't, like they look familiar, but you can't quite place it and they reach out and grab you. Can I get a wisdom saving throw?
3: Mm. Let's do it. See, that's not, uh, that's, that's not what we wanted. You said wisdom save? Yep. Oh no. <laughs> Wis- wisdom, the thing that I have negative
6: Words. <laughs> okay. Natural 20 just think.
3: Well, let's just say that's a 12 minus two, so a 10.
2: 12 minus two is a 10. Okay, let me do one thing really quick. Can you check your discord messages?
3: Uh huh.
2: Um, so this thing reaches out and grabs you. And then in that exact moment, it, we, a bunch of dust is kicked up and us, the viewer can't quite see what's going on. And then this thing just, you like look around again. And in that moment, first you're going to take, cause you failed the saving throw 17 psychic damage, Holy okay. shit! which is a lot. Yeah
3: god damn
2: um are you like how what's your hp looking at 12. okay um what do you do in response to this happening i mean the response of me getting my ass beat um that you you spin around to like look around and attack and this silhouette is just gone oh Shit. uh you know i'm gonna just try and pull away okay um you pull away and swim away just fine is it still there you look over your shoulder, no silhouette. You do feel the bracelet is still firmly in your hand though. So you got that. Hmm. Okay. What would you like to do? You're gonna come back or Um Yeah.
3: Yeah.
5: Is it okay though? Is it?
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna like just kinda like stumble backwards out of the water, just holding to my wrist saying, Ah fuck that hurt.
2: Um yeah, so while you were kind of casting this spell over here. You, both of you, kind of looking. Kothak is watching. Um, Sam, what are you doing while they're originally casting this?
6: Um, did I? Very much. I'm still on the land. Um. Do I know what? The, do I know what just happened, Scott? Did he tell us? The red.
2: Uh, no. So you saw Red swim off into the water, and he came back, and he was just like, "Fuck, that hurt." Um, but he like climbs back up on the shore. Shore. He seems. A little like thrown, but
6: fine. Oof. Uh, I don't want to attack. I have no HP. I'm to... I don't even want to go in the water.
2: Um, you're just gonna sit down and rest while they.
6: Yeah, is that an option? Can yeah, just... no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, this one, just pop a squat. Yeah.
2: Okay, so um, Red, you make your way from the water and then walk up to, Yoanna and Riley and Yuan and Riley, um, right up behind you by the rubble, um, the bushes kind of part and Red makes his way over to you.
5: Sorry, I was
6: trading. Wait, Red, do you still have any of those, uh, those, those potions?
3: Um, let me
6: check real quick.
3: I don't... think so? Yeah, no, I kind of, um, used them all up when I was bleeding out my butt. You remember
4: that? Uh, do... do I know that Red went for Galahad's things? Did Did he tell us? Or you do? Would I just focus. Oh, right. But here's the uh, weird so...
2: part: the Red standing next to you just came from the jungle.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa oh, he what? died. He died.
2: Oh,
4: oh no! Uh, hey guys, Red? What's... What? Uh, what? What? What were you huh. doing there? You went that way. And I point at the water and at the jungle, and like, that's the opposite direction, what...
3: What are you, are you talking about? I just... I finished loading the cannon, and then I want to go check the perimeter.
4: No, I saw you go in the water to check out Galahad's body.
3: Mm, no, the,
2: <laughs> What are you talking about? And Sim, at this moment, you see emerging from the water is red. Yo, what, what,
6: what is happening here? God damn, that shit really
4: good.
6: I, I tell, uh, I tell Yawana to turn around and and grab him.
4: It, I no, 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 no. I, I straight up stab him. with The jungle, jungle red. <laughs> Holy okay. shit!
5: Okay. Holy shit! <laughs> Y'all guys are laughing.
1: Right?
5: Yo, I, are you trying to kill me. I've told you. I want to run over
6: to her too.
3: You guys are gonna
2: kill me. Hello pirates, and thanks for sticking around. That was wild, wasn't it? Two reds, and yeah, Scruff is roleplaying both of them. I hope one of them makes it out alive, but I guess we'll see. Our theme song, titled A New Hero in Town, was created by Kevin McCloud. Now, we use his work a lot throughout our production, so be sure to check out Encomputech Music for more of his great work. Our ambient tracks for this episode were created by Sword Coast Soundscapes, which you can find on YouTube or Bandcamp. I'll also link them in our episode description for you. In addition, we've also begun using... In addition, we have also begun working with tracks from Dark Fantasy Studios, just to kick things up a notch. We'll be dropping episodes for this show during the off weeks of the main feed, as usual, so you can get double the in the same amount of time. Also... We've moved from Fridays to Mondays, so you can start off your you know, crappiest day of the week with a nice dose of aspirin. Stay healthy and see you soon.